Welcome to Potball, the highest podcast in the world. In today's episode, we're going to have a professional basketball player from Lebanon, Fadi El Khatib. This guy is a beast, is a machine. I'm training with him every single day and I can tell you, even if he's old, he keeps pushing me hard. This guy is not only an athlete, he's an entrepreneur and he will tell me all his secrets in this episode. What time is it? It's ball time. Welcome to Potball, the highest podcast in the world. Today, I have Fadi with me. What's up, Fadi? How are you? I'm good, you? I'm super good. How do you feel? How is the location? Amazing. First of all, it's, an, uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. And uh, the view is amazing. The court is, uh, is extremely uh, well uh, designed. And I can't wait uh, to play on it, to throw the ball down. <laughs> <to> the... <laughs> We still have to do a one-on-one, yeah, on one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still we football, still, yeah, basketball, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, for everybody who don't know you, Fadi, I let you to introduce yourself. Well, I'm uh, Fadi Khatib, uh, you know, ex-basketball, professional basketball player. I played all around the world and um, in China, Europe, Lebanon, States, um, and um, I was named uh, uh, nine times best player in Asia. Uh, went to the World Championship three times with uh, with, uh, with Lebanon as na- as a captain of the national team. Won Asian Championship four times and, you know, many other uh, titles. So, uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm in Dubai. I have my business. I have my sports clubs, Champs, and uh, we're expanding. Uh, you're a big part of, uh, of our community and you're a big boost for us. So, uh, uh, hopefully, um, you know, we keep spreading the word about sports and how important sports is in, in every, in every uh, person's life. How did you start basketball? How, why basketball and uh, how was your journey? Well, uh, before basketball, I used to play football. So I played professional That's football. That's actually the, the question I wanted yeah. to ask you. <laughs> so I played professional football. Um, and till now, I do play football every week three times. Wow. So, um, and, uh, you know, people, when they see me, you know, playing football now, they say, you know, why did you play basketball? You have the talent and you have the size and you have everything to play football. And I said, you know, there is a difference between something you, you like and something you love. And, you know, it, it happened that basketball is, is something, is, is my passion. When did you choose? When did you make the Well, the at choice? the age of 10. Um... I started playing both and then at the age of 15 when I played professional football and professional basketball I decided to go to to basketball. Did you go to basketball because you were better in basketball there is more opportunity or your father or someone from your no, family no, no. tell you you have to play basketball. No no it it, it happened that you know the size it may you know it, you know I was I was tall and you know well 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 built um, and then I thought basketball is, I felt basketball is my passion, you know. Okay. I love football. I adore football. Uh, but, you know, basketball is something else. So I decided to go to basketball and play basketball. And, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is when you feel something you don't feel to another, uh, any simple, another stuff in your life. You know, so I felt something very strong to basketball. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of basketball. To be yeah. honest, I grew up with the, the Bulls, you know, Shakira yeah, yeah, Bulls. Yeah. I used to record all the games in the VHS, you know, like exactly. 4, 4 a.m. in exactly. the morning, watching it, even though I was playing football. And I always thought basketball is more spectacular than football. Yeah. It's a faster game and everything. Yeah. Um, 
in your opinion, like because football is the biggest sport in the world, it's Definitely. more famous. Definitely. What's but NBA? It's uh, super attractive. Yeah. What is the in your opinion how football can improve and ins get inspired by basketball to become more attractive? Well, you know, NBA is is a case by itself. You know, probably the highest organization in the world. Okay. If you want to talk about entertainment, if you want to talk about high level of players, if you want to talk about high payments, uh, high salaries, and, 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 and. You, th you see that compared to football, NBA by itself is a, a huge organization. So what, what can, and the nice thing, if you go to watch an NBA game, you'll feel entertained. You know, and this is this doesn't happen a lot in football games. So I think football stadiums or football organization teams they need to work a lot on entertaining uh, the fans. Okay. Um, um, Outside of the game, exactly. around the game. When you go when you go to the basketball game in the NBA, you go to you know, it's like an outing. You know, you're going, you're enjoying, you have an amazing food, you have an amazing show, cheerleaders. Halftime, timeouts, you see amazing shows, you see the player, how they warm up, the lights, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing um, feeling when you get into the NBA arena. So I think the football uh, organizations, teams can work a lot on, on entertaining their fans more than, than this. Uh, the, the, the part of, uh, of how football can take, football is big. Stadiums is bigger. Uh, players are, you know, uh, more than the basketball players. So, you know, probably the whole team in basketball is equal to only the team playing on the football field without the bench. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's 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 totally different. But the entertainment can can be can, changed. can be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So you're saying basketball is more entertaining than football? Not more entertaining. The <laughs> pace in, of basketball is faster. Yes. You know, like in basketball, you see offense, defense, offenses uh, running up and, and down. And many up points. And down. Yeah, and uh, many points. So, and many scoring, many skilled uh, players in the court, many skills, many talents. In football as well. But, you know, you see the, the basketball, the way they dribble and the, the way they move. And, you know, you, we use upper and lower. So it's not only, you know, you're using more the lower part. So uh, it's more entertaining to watch. But again, you know, it's when you watch things, you think it's easy. When you go play football, it's super hard, you know, to be able to control, to play, to shoot, to score. People think, you know, yeah, he scored, a, he missed a penalty. And they say, oh, no, you should have made it. It's, it's super hard. As well, basketball. But basketball, the pace is faster. That's why it's more entertaining. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, talking about organization, we are in Dubai yeah. and just our neighbor, Qatar, they organized the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the game? How was uh, for you the World Cup? Well, first of all, to start with Dubai, and because we're talking about football and basketball, and you know that the, the thing that Dubai did in, with the NBA is, is probably. Uh, Magnificent, amazing job. Uh, bringing NBA teams to play in uh, in, uh, in Emirates is uh, is outstanding. So to start with this, and then now they're talking about having hosting one Euro League team that is based in Dubai to play in the Euro League. So imagine uh, Real Madrid 
is playing in the Champions League, but they're based in Dubai. They, their home is in Dubai. They play, they practice, they eat. Their stadium is here. So that's what they're doing in basketball, playing in the EuroLeague. So they are doing an, an amazing job. And, in terms and for of, people, it might not be logical, but if you think about United States, yeah. when Los Angeles play against New York, The travel between those two yeah. cities and is Toronto. Big. Yeah, and it's bigger and than Canada uh, and Canada and Canada is not uh, USA. Yes. So you have Toronto uh, and uh, and the NBA teams as you know part of the NBA. So if they have this team that is playing in Euro and Euro League but based in here all of them are Europeans and Americans that's something big. To go back to uh, Qatar uh, they had a lot of um, You know, I don't want to say complaints, but they were, you know, every most of the countries were against this world championship in Qatar. Yeah, exactly. And they were getting a lot of hate. I think what from what I saw and what people are telling me and from my friends that they went there, probably the best World Cup in the world happened. They spent $200 billion. FIFA gained eight point something billion, which is twice higher than what they got from from Russian uh, World, World, Cup. World, World Cup. So the impact is amazing. And the, now people are, you know, understanding that, no, they've done an amazing uh, uh, World, World Cup. As well, the organization is, 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 is perfection. You know, they, they go, they change between games. You don't feel that. You don't feel that there is, you know, although you're, you're hosting 80,000, 60,000, I don't know how many people that are entering the, the, the field, but, but it's, it's easy, uh, uh, you know, easy process uh, happening there. People are loving it. They're enjoying it. I have my friends going and coming every probably two and three days to watch the games. They feel that it's, it's, uh, it's one of the best, you know, organized Uh, events in the world. Yeah, even, so even they, events, yeah. they've done an amazing job. They spent a lot of money. And I think this is uh, the, the stadiums that they built. It's going to be used to build the football in Qatar even more and more and more. So it's a, it's a sign. It's a message. It's awareness. It's, uh, it's telling people that, you know, no, we're here. Uh, Qatar is here. We can organize. We can do amazing stuff. And, uh, you know, they, uh, I think, They've done a great job. And I think it's good signs also for the region as well. You know, exactly. everything is super active. Everybody yeah. come here. But still, in the world, not everybody see the region as it is really. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. more peaceful with a lot yeah. of, uh, you know, people playing, being exactly, together. Exactly. And that's a super yeah, cool yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's talk about actually Arab sports because Morocco is on the semifinal. You are an athlete. You come from Lebanon. How are the challenges as an Arab athlete to, to perform? Because in Europe, to be honest, we have the accessible to the yeah. big league. We have, we have many things. We have the coach. We, it's, it's not easy, but if you are talented, you can, you can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in the region, it's not the same. Yeah, Tell yeah, us yeah. a bit about Well, that. first of all, you know, coming from an Arab world, you know, versus European, the competition is completely different. You know, and you know, uh, Sian, that whenever you're playing in a higher competition, You perform higher. And this happened to me when I played in Lebanon, something. When I played in China, something. When I played in Europe, it's something else. When I played in States, is something else. You know, you get 
every time you're competing in a higher uh, 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 league competition, then your your level steps up. So what happened with uh, with Morocco is they are you know engaging and they are playing and they are competing against higher teams and they did one step ahead and they took the confidence and now they are playing in a higher level because most of them they play in Europe but when they go play and compete in uh, in Africa or in Arab you know their level will go a little bit by games down so they've done an amazing job we're proud of uh, of Morocco you know I'm extremely happy to what they've done and we're supporting them till the end I think you know uh, this is a sign and this is a message to to the Arab teams and the Arab world that you know if you have the will uh, you know you can you can work on it uh, be dedicated be committed do the right stuff as organization and support your players and teams give them all the tools fitness training because now you know in our world and our athlete as 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 professional players 60 70% is physical is fitness and you know by yourself how how much you work on in, in the gym compete and and, and then 30 40% comes the skills that's what it stays so if they do the right stuff they will achieve you know better uh, uh you know better uh, they will they will do better achievements So I think they need to work on this, put the right structure, put the right uh, people around them, and they will they will achieve. Now you see Morocco is in the semi-final. They will when, they will beat France. Uh, uh, listen, I, <laughs> I I had you know when I because I watched football since 80s, since I was young. So I compared Morocco to Italy. Okay. Why? Because they are defensively structured really well. From defense, they go to offense, you know. And if they take one goal, that's that what they need. And then they they go, you know, they they fall back to the half court and they play structured, very structured defense. Italy won probably most of their titles from defense, going to penalties sure. and finalizing things in the penalties. So I compared Morocco because they are really structured in the defensive uh, uh, side. They are playing great defense, and from there they're going. Penalties, one zero, they score. They, you know, th- that's that's their power. They're not very powerful in as as a offensive team. They're more powerful as as a defensive team. So you you'll never know. And now what plays is experience knowledge and uh, who controls the game uh, better so you cannot predict Pro- yes the percentage is definitely higher for uh, for France they have probably uh, one of the best players in the world and great players so you can you know you you give the percentage for for France but at the end of the day you'll never know Spain against Morocco Morocco won oh. Portugal against Morocco Morocco One, when I played um, in the World Championship, we 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 won against France. We went to the game. France was the third in the in the world. We were the 21st. Went to the game with you know, I was mentally ready to go into the game and win. 
I had, you know, Boris Diaw, Djilabal, uh, all, Michael uh, Petrus, yeah, all the players. Tony Parker? Uh, Tony was uh, injured. injured. But Petrus, all the, all the NBA players were there, you know, and we won. Play against Tanta, you know, 10 more games, probably you, you, you lose nine and win one. But you won because, you know, we were there. So, and we played against Canada, same thing. We played So, what makes you win that game? How you, like, if you have to play against, like, someone who's better than you in any sport or if you compete in the business with someone, what is the thing can make you the it's, difference? It's mental, uh, mental toughness. Uh, to be mentally tough, mentally ready for the game. And, you know, even if you're playing against better teams than you, you have to be, you know, you have to show and you have to show your talent, to show your skills and give your 100, 200% on the court on the field and you'll never know what will happen you know because it's it's at the end of the day if you get the boost in the game no one will catch you again so definitely there is levels you know uh, uh, in here uh, but you know it happened we played probably the best game it's a historical win for us and uh, it stayed with us and it's you know I was the captain of the team I played my best game in, in, uh, in my career at that uh, Uh, time. So, What, when was it? Uh, 2006. 2006. Yeah, so yeah. that was your prime. Uh, it was. It was. You know, uh, 2010 was my prime as okay. well in the world. So Championship. you came to the. Yeah. So, but you know, probably one of the best games that uh, the best game definitely I played in And my. And one career. of your best memory, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you. So for France versus Morocco. Yeah. My prediction is, France will win. Yeah. But, they can lose. Only if they are too much arrogant and confident saying the game is for us. That's, that's what I think. I Be don't think so. Yeah? Uh, because the, now teams are respecting Morocco. Uh, you know, um, and you know, you see Saudi, what they've done with Argentina. You see Tunis, what they've done to... Uh, uh, they won, Denmark? Guess, uh, huh? Denmark? Denmark. Uh, you see what Morocco did to Portugal and Spain. And they, you know, they led their group So I don't think France will go into the game with a, with a high... But high you know, confidence. the problem is, it's because like some of the players, they play in French championship and they are not even like selecting as a pre-player from yeah, France. Yeah, yeah. So some of the players are binational and choose Morocco as a backup plan yeah, in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a mentally, um, let's say, mentally, When you see someone who doesn't even make it in your national team, you think, oh, he's the third or fourth category as a player. So if yeah. you think like that, you might underestimate him. And him, because he really wants yeah. to take your place, he will play better than him. Yeah. So that's where I think friends can lose the game. But exactly. if they are not thinking like that and they are solid as a team, I think they will win. If, if, um, if I was the coach or the leader of the team as a captain and the coach, I will prepare my team after Portugal game only mentally. You know, uh, I will put them in a, in a right position. What is the way to prepare someone mentally? Mentally, they have to respect Morocco now. Mentally, you have to put, put your video sessions, put your structure, do intensive video sessions for their players to understand that, no, we're not going in the game without a proper preparation. We're going to the game to respect, beat, play our A game, and win the game. We cannot enter the game that we are winning point and this comes with when the players see the coach and the staffing and the coaching staff preparing them daily and video sessions video sessions on a daily basis 
putting all the triggers and all the points that they need to play against Morocco with and putting a right structure for it, showing in the practice everything, now the players will understand that, no, guys, you know, uh, this is serious. They are preparing really uh, uh, hard for this game and they are respecting the other team. You have to respect them. So, um, and mentally, they have to definitely re regroup, sit together, meetings, talk about it, talk more, awareness, and, you know, and when you talk every day about something, it will stick in your mind. So don't let it pass. Yeah, we won the game last time, and they won the game. Uh, you saw how the, uh, France won the game. So it was... Uh, yeah, back yeah, and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. So they cannot be relaxed, yeah. and yes, we're, we're entering the game. No, the, the other team led their group, zero losses, beat, you know, won against the best uh, teams in uh, probably uh, in, the, in the World Cup yes. now. And uh, we cannot enter the game relaxed at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't think they, they, they will be relaxed, but we never know. Yeah. Because French, we are specialists to, you know, in 2010, yeah, we yeah. stay in the bus. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. we never know. But yeah, I hope it's going to be a beautiful game. I wish uh, at the end, like, uh, the best team will win. Yeah, yeah. And you were talking about a really important element. It's mental, but another element you also highlight was the physical ability. Definitely. So, you were an athlete. Yeah. You took your... Uh, you stopped a little, you stopped a little bit. But I see you every day training on your yeah, gym. Definitely. Because you are... An, you're still an athlete, yeah, yeah. but you're also an entrepreneur. You build the, one of the best facilities Thank in you. the whole Middle, Middle East. Thank I'm you. training every day myself Thank at you. Champs. So because I love this place. Thank you. And uh, what gives you the idea? Because to explain to you guys, there is like the, the fitness area, there is the basketball court, there is the football court, there is the the, the ice bath yeah. uh, place. So it's, it's just amazing. What gives you the, the idea to do this place and how is it for you now as an entrepreneur? Well, you know, I have other businesses, Jan, and, um, you know, but my passion is sports and I love, I love sports. People ask me, you know, you stop basketball. Why you keep on working out? It's a, it's a, I tell them, you know, why you wake up and have your breakfast? Why you wake up and drink your coffee? Why you wake up and brush your teeth? It's the same. Uh, it's in the same category as this for me. I wake up and do, I work out because it's the same as, as you wake up and have your uh, breakfast. So it's, it's part of my life. And add on this, I love, I love to be healthy. I love healthy lifestyle. I love to stay fit. At the end of the day, yes, I stop, but I have a message to keep sending to people. I don't want to stop basketball. And at the end of the day, I'm not healthy. I'm not fit. And, you know, I have probably, uh, as you said, an amazing sports club. Uh, people need to understand that this is a lifestyle. This is not only about being an athlete or not being an athlete. This is about lifestyle. This is what keep us going, what keep us away from, uh, you know, uh, diseases, uh, uh, medical, uh, uh, you know, medically to be, you know, uh, healthy and uh, mentally tough. And it takes a lot of stress in our lives, a lot of stress. People, part of, a lot of people, they go work out just to be, and to take this, you know, the stress, stress out. out. Yeah. It's a stress relief at the end of the day. So uh, that's why it's it's uh, it's my life. It's part of uh, the daily routine I do in my life. Uh, brush my teeth, workout, same and thing. Go to the uh, yeah, to the workout. Yeah. Yeah. But you build the the area and your your gym has you like Imagine. for the paradise for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, listen. Um, first of all, I want 
I always want to do something really unique, you know, have something really a step forward than other gyms. I don't want to open a gym. A gym is a gym. You know, we have an amazing gym, as you can see, but more entertaining because you can see the football, you can see the basketball. Now we're doing the gymnastics next to it. We have the ice bath, the recovery, the classes. So we want something entertaining, a community that I work to build. You know, not only a gym and that's it. We, we, we like to have a community. You come to the gym, you see how, you know, everybody knows everybody. And you see how everybody, you know, talks with everybody. And it's a, it's a friendly environment. So this is me. This is, I, I took my character and I put it in the, in the complex. My two favorite sports are football and basketball, definitely fitness. And I'm seeing it growing. And we have our academy. We have our academy in basketball and football. So we're seeing it growing step by step. And this is what we need to do. Put the right curriculum, awareness, programs, help kids, help families, help parents, help parents. You know, all this stuff is part of what I love to do. And uh, so you switch as an athlete to entrepreneur in a way. Yeah. You are a CEO of the company. You, I see you also going to the... To the office upstairs yeah, yeah. and you're working on your yeah. uh, on your desk how what is the challenge as a as an entrepreneur compared to the athletes well it's um, i was i had my businesses and i still have my businesses in lebanon and in turkey and now i opened in egypt my restaurant so i am into business way before then I this is your uh, lebanese side of uh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at the age of 25 i started my uh, 25th i started my business You know, it's not related to basketball. It's one of the best cleaning companies now in Lebanon. So, and then I opened uh, my other businesses related to uh, barber shops and stuff. So it comes in my mind, you know, once they asked my mom at the age of 11, they had an interview with me and they wanted to ask my mom one question. She said, like, tell us something funny about Fadi. And she said, one time we were sitting and I'm, you know, after, the, after his homeworks, And I asked him, what do you want to do when, besides you want to be a basketball player? Because that's for sure. When do you want to be un other than basketball players? And then she told him, he answered me, I want to wake up in the morning at six o'clock, go do my workout, come back, shower, and go to my office. And she, she asked me, what, what, what office you want? I told her, I don't know. But I want to go into my office, have my assistant, do my work. I don't know what the work is, but... Definitely, this is what I dreamt about, you know, in my life. And I worked on it, Sian. I saw what passion I have, what I need to improve, and, you know, all this stuff. And then I took the business out of this passion. And it started, you know, have a restaurant, have a barbershop, have a sports club, and then now, you know, fit called the meal plan, healthy meal plan in Dubai. So... You know, trying to manage as much as I can with definitely I have a huge team around me and, uh, you know, to do something I love, definitely. And how you can advise the young people who has to promote <laughs> their themselves? They use, now we have social media, so many of uh, young people create content and they yeah. realize after to monetize, they have to create business yeah. behind this social media definitely. model. What is the best advice you can give to the, to the youth? to succeed in the business because I also struggle in that way. Yeah. Like creatively, I have many ideas to create videos, content, get some contact really easy. But as soon as it's come to business, it's a different world. Yeah. What you can say? Well, uh, for me, I took it the opposite way. So for me, I was using social media 
for my business and you know to boost my business to boost my uh, whatever I open to boost to showcase my family to showcase how I work how I train and all the stuff so it's three pillars I have my business my family and my workouts other than this now things start falling uh, I the the purpose of social media for me is definitely not to fall into social media life as an influencer or uh, 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 you know social media freak yeah. or this because when you fall into this you will lose a lot and now you will end up with nothing in in your business but focusing on social media that's it take social media as a platform that you want to showcase everything you're doing in your life that helps other in their lives. So don't take social media as only a business, only a business that you want to, you know, gain as much as you can from social media. No, do the opposite. When you do the opposite, social media will start giving you. So I use social media to promote my business. I use social media to promote my workouts, everything to spread awareness because it's part of awareness. And Creating content is something that probably I don't know don't know how to do it. Definitely, there is great uh, content creators in the, in the, in the world. Uh, but that's the, that's the one step away from falling into social media influencers' life because it will kill you. And my advice to the young generation, don't fall into social media. Use it as a platform to spread awareness, to showcase whatever you want to show in a proper way. And don't take it to, you know, don't take it as a platform to take you away and have your business up there and that's it. You know, you will lose, you'll end up losing. Now there is Instagram. Tomorrow you don't know what, what's coming. Yes. So if you focus here, you're losing a lot of time and building another stuff that one day you will end up seeing social media gone instagram is gone and another platform you have to work another you know again and again to another platform now so this is be be one step away from from your business growing your business working on yourself working on your uh uh uh, uh, uh future along with the social media as a support so create content around like your passion or your business to actually highlight the best moment and exactly. and grow your uh, exactly. conversion and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you say something also important. You are a father. You have yeah. a family. How yeah. you manage your time between personal workouts? You know, I'm sure you you are uh, you have call at midnight. Hey, we have a problem with the gym. Yeah, yeah. We have to fix that. You have to take this in. How yeah. you manage your time? Well, uh, my time with uh, with the family is uh, is red line. So no one can touch it. I have to spend as much as time as possible with my with my family, no matter what. I wake up in the early in the morning, stay with them. They go to school. They come back, come back at afternoon. You know, spend time with them. Get you know, get the the them to bed, and then I spend my time with my wife. If there is anything, you know, I go back to work if if it's important. Sometimes I leave seven. Sometimes I leave eight. Sometimes I leave six. But, you know, I make sure I come early to finish everything early and all the problems. And, you know, there is, you know, the managers, the directors in there. So it's, I am, if you want, you know, leading, 
but you have a right team, you know, who, who, who take responsibility down there. So uh, why, Sian? Because I learned that time flies really fast. And, you know, and in Dubai, especially in Dubai, the pace of time is really fast, super fast. You wake up in the morning, you end up looking at your watch at 6, 7 uh, p.m. So I, I want to make sure I'm taking advantage of the time I'm spending with my kids because now my, my two eldest kids are 17 and 15 and they, now they live in Turkey. You know, I went and I was like, you know, now they're gone. Probably they will be professional players. They're going to be, tell us, they won't be living with us anymore. Both of them are playing basketball? Yeah, both of wow. them, they play with Fener now, Fenerbahce. So I I looked at myself, you know, I, I have two other kids that they are 10 and 3. No, I have to give them more time than what I gave Jihad and Hadi uh, to be able, you know, to give this support and have myself and my wife, you know, uh, around them more. So time flies so fast. I did. I, I never imagined that you know Jihad and Adi will be 17 and 15 that quick. And yes, we enjoyed my, our time with them, but we could have enjoyed more. And this is what I'm doing with my two other kids. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so you said they are playing basketball, both yeah. of them. Yeah. How was the? How you build the legacy? Did you did you playing as a professional player and you bring them every time they see your training yeah. and they get inspired and they do it? Because I have also friends in football, they did the same thing, but actually their kids refuse to embrace the same yeah. way as them. They actually rejecting and being a different, doing a different career. Yeah, I have yeah. kids, they are four and five. I really want them to be football players, yeah. to be honest. What you advise me to do to bring them into football? Leave them. Yeah, okay. What I've done with, uh, with my kids and they, they became better than me, the talent and technically, they are they are better than me. Now we have to see up here, and that's what I'm building with them. I never pushed any of them to be a basketball player. What I've done, one thing only, I took them to the games with me, took them to the briefing, locker room, all that journey, sit on the bench next to us, see my reactions, that's it. I never pushed them, ever. I told them, you want to play basketball? Go play basketball. You want to play football? Play whatever. You have to do sports. End of discussion. Whatever sports you want to do, choose, but you have to play sports. Not uh, as to be professional players, but to, you know, to move. Yeah. To be, uh, you know, healthy. And then I realized by time, you know, they're, they're dedicated, they're committed to this. Uh, I didn't push until the Jihad was 13, 14 years old. When he was 14 years old, he won the Lebanese championship with champs, my team, under 14. And there I grabbed him and I started pushing him really hard. Hadi, the same thing. I never pushed Hadi until last year. So he was 14 years old. I saw that this is what he what he really wants in life, I brought him and, you know, I, I pushed him to be, you know, uh, to, the, to the life of professional players. And now they're in a, in a, in a very uh, organized uh, team. Uh, probably now they are, uh, Fener is, is the most, uh, is the best player in Europe this season. Their, uh, their percentage in winning the Euroleague is uh, probably 70%. So they are in a 
proper team taking care of them practicing uh, you know seeing another level of of basketball in the world uh, and i think you know if they continue this with the right mental toughness they will reach uh, they will reach hopefully the nba inshallah 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 Insha and how is the challenge to reach the nba as a player hard. from europe or from Harap it's hard uh, they are coming from turkey because you know they are half turkish half lebanese You know they have the Turkish passport, so they're coming from from European country. It might be easier. Their father is, you know, is well-known athletes in the world. They know about him in the NBA. Most of the agents, most of the managers. So it's a little bit probably uh, uh, easier for them. I hope the talent and skills and you know physically and mentally they will be up to it, because it's not easy at all. You know, NBA is totally different level. Yeah, but many NBA players comes in and come, you know, goes out without, uh, you know, and they are talented enough to stay in the NBA, but mentally they're not there. So NBA, you have to be fully equipped, mentally tough, physically there, skills and talent up there, you know, and uh, you know, uh, be uh, physically up to 82 games in preseason it's not easy at all oh. yeah only preseason so uh, that's that's what uh, what uh, what nba wants now i got it yeah. so you saw you say also to be creative is important that's what you do with your business yeah. i'm guessing that's what you do also the whole life yeah. enjoying the process yeah. and be creative that's what we do here Yeah. In the football, creating a innovative podcast, Amazing. and urban ball fight is a new format of football. That's yeah. why it's a football. I know you miss the basketball element, yeah, but yeah. I promise you, my goal with urban ball was to mix basketball and football yeah. and dance together. Yeah, yeah. But I realized people was confused, yeah. so I was like, okay, let's focus on football, football. but one on one. Yeah. If you have to organize a one on one game on that pitch and take any players in the world, what will be the game who will attract the most people and you will love to see? Uh, in basketball or football? Football. Yes, in this format, one on one, half court, you score, you get back the ball. Who is the player? Yeah, which which player you take? For me, man, I'm dying. Uh, I'm I'm daily in a, in a now I'm in depression because of Ronaldo. Okay. Definitely uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. Who will play against Ronaldo? Whoever. For me, <laughs> I'll put Messi. Okay, so if Messi and Ronaldo play one on one, who is the winner? For me, is Ronaldo. I am a Ronaldo fan. I'm not. I'm, I'm a Ronaldo fan for many things. You know, I'm a Ronaldo fan because of this, because of how dedicated he is, of how you know how 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 time he did put in in his life uh, to work hard. You know, to be committed. To still send the right message, to show that, you know, I I I wrote a comment on his last post that he showed athlete in the world that talent is not only enough to be the best player in the world. You have to be physically and mentally up there to be the best player in the world. And there is a debate, you know, in the world that who's better, Messi or or Ronaldo. Uh, people like Messi, and to me, Messi is the is probably the greatest. With Ronaldo ever, talent and skills, the guy is is uh, is not touchable. But the other guy, you know, you see how dedicated and mental and mentally dedicated to this game, and he doesn't accept to lose. 
And this is what I loved about Audato Ronaldo. There is a debate between LeBron James and Michael Jordan. You cannot convince LeBron James fans that Michael Jordan is better. Vice versa. I'm MJ fan. I will never accept anyone other than MJ. But, uh, you know, and I feel really bad. Take whatever you like in football. You like Messi, you like Leonardo, you like whoever. Take everything on the side. This is not right what's happening to him. From management to uh, directors to presidents to whatever. Even whatever he's passing through or he did or he's doing, we have to appreciate his, uh, his 17, 16, 17 years of high-level football and add on this motivating uh, people to play football and pushing players to be fit and healthy and 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 uh, you know I'm I, I really feel uh, how feel do you want bad. him to finish which way should he stop now <coughs> Ronaldo should stop now his career Ronaldo should go in another club if the club is Ronaldo's level yes but if I would do respect to all the Arab words that is you know throwing offers to Ronaldo if I'm Ronaldo, I will go either to one a great team in Europe or I will quit my football. I got it. Definitely. I will retire. To keep the story yeah, yeah, clean. Yeah. That's that's Ronaldo, you know, his, his name. Now, we, the thing is people forget yeah. fast, you know, really fast. Especially now. Put on YouTube, go back to Ronaldo's game and see what who's Ronaldo. And then flashback will come quickly. But Ronaldo is not is up there. You cannot uh, end your career that way. Uh, it's really everything happening in 2022 to Ronaldo is 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 probably the worst ever happened to a football player. Uh, from his daughter, uh, then his another daughter, then his uh, the, the the Manchester United thing, and how Portugal. disrespectful they were. I don't know what happened inside, but you cannot put Ronaldo on the, you know, tell him to warm up and forget him warming up. You cannot put him at the last three minutes to enter the court. And then to Portugal. Uh, the guy can give, despite all the, what's happening and what people are saying, and his ego and his character. But the, that's him since, since he started till now. You cannot now treat a player in the opposite way. So that's him. You know him. You know his mindset, you know his ego, you know his, his way of playing, you know his character. You cannot change it now. Change it, uh, you know, when he started football, if you want to change something. So, um, so I hope, I hope, I hope he goes to, uh, to one of the good teams in, uh, in, uh, in Europe. And he, he resend some message, nice messages to, uh, to all the haters. I'm sure Zlatan did it, so you, yeah, you will do it for definitely. sure. Fadi, thank you so much to pleasure, have you in the pleasure. in the episode in the football. It was a pleasure. I pleasure. hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for inspiring the it's world. Keep doing what you do. Hopefully. I will tell to everybody who watched this video, if you watch, you want to watch another episode, what you need to do, click on the link right here and subscribe to the channel and let me know in the comment who should be the next guest. Thank you so much and see you next time. Thank you, Sian.